You don't know what you have until it's gone. Through loss, I, Kimberly, host of Self Love Sister Podcast, am learning to live. From the age of eight, I suffered from multiple autoimmune diseases which took my capacity to walk and even to speak. As these abilities gradually returned, I found a deep gratitude for this delicate and wonderful life. The fact that I may suffer a relapse at any time pushes me to appreciate all the more the wonder of living here and now. Through sharing my experiences and through interviewing others, I invite listeners to experience their own gratitude for life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self Love Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly, and today I'm and today I'm joined with Doug. How are you, Doug? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Please introduce yourself to everyone that's listening, like your name, your um, your where you're from, and your age. My name is Douglas Nelson Kenny, and I'm originally from Estes Park, Colorado. I'm 23, going on 24, but I am now uh, based in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, that's amazing. And I love connecting with you. For those of you listening, I was actually on Doug's podcast. So Doug, please tell us everything about your podcast, your name, how'd you start? It's uh, called Relentless and Unstoppable. And the YouTube channel for it is RU, Relentless and Unstoppable, with R and U being letters. And it it's really the result of a very long journey I've been on personally to overcoming the struggles I've had in my life and overcoming the demons I've faced and doing all of it through the mentorship and coaching of a Hollywood actor named Andy McPhee. And his son, Cody, was just at the Oscars and was nominated for an Academy Award for his role in The Power of the Dog. It's a big journey and it's it's taken me to a lot of places. It's taken me to Hollywood. It's taken me to the Nashville city for the Music City Grand Prix. It's taken me to national parks and Mount St. Helens and Washington and just a lot of places around the country of significant interest. And it's it's not just a podcast. It's a journey for health and fitness and just experiencing things in the world. And it's not all about me. It's about what others are doing as well, because the topic of the show is people are are people that overcame struggles and are doing big things. And we've brought some pretty big names on there. We've brought the producer and director of Prince of Egypt, the actor of Jeremy Potts in the classic movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and the producer of Beauty and the Beast, and many other people like that, but also ordinary people you wouldn't have heard of. And I would not have imagined years ago after high school how one YouTube channel and how mentorship would lead to this. It's just mind boggling to this day. That's amazing. Please tell us like, how did you like connect with him at first? I connected with Andy many years ago when I was still in Estes. I technically it was my family that connected with him before I did, but 
throughout my time as a kid of growing up in Estes, I heard his name being mentioned throughout the town by people because even though he wasn't quite built as an actor yet at the time, he was still, he still had connections that lived there. And so it was a situation where it was just like Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart and Michael Schumacher. Even if you didn't know about racing, you knew who they were. And when I heard Andy's name being mentioned throughout Estes, you know, I knew what I knew who he was because people answered my question. But I was like, man, I wonder what this guy's all about if he's pretty well known in a small town. And I had no idea that he was going to be God's plan for me for overcoming what I was dealing with. And it was just it's mind boggling, like I said, and. And when I first connected with him, it was partly the result of an experience I had, but it was also my older brother, Harrison. In 2009 or 2008, one of those years, I was doing a science project with my schoolmate, Cassidy Glassman, who was, she was coaching with Andy at the time for acting. And, and during our science project, she got called by him in the middle of school and I heard Andy's voice on the other line. And that's where I figured out who this Andy McPhee person was, was through that. And soon afterwards, my family coincidentally connected with him for mentorship for my older brother, Harrison. But, that's, but that phone call with Cassidy and Andy, that sparked my interest. And there's a pretty strong argument that if it didn't happen, relentless wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. It's amazing how God has like plans for us and we don't even know. It just comes to us naturally. It's, it was really incredible. And, uh, and I overcame a lot of struggles to get through this, you know, get to where I am today. If you don't mind sharing, what struggles did you have to overcome? I had to overcome several I'm on the autism spectrum and I also have unspecified mood disorder. And so basically I, with unspecified mood disorder, it's just short of bipolar. It's not bipolar, but it's just short of it. Mm -hmm. Basically I can go from being really, really happy to all of a sudden being really, really upset or down in the dumps. And so I, I dealt with emotions that some of that, a lot of the time I had trouble controlling and I was also sensitive to pressure as a kid. And so if I was faced with a situation of making choices or situations where I was being pressurized by people, I would turn on a red mist, if you know what I mean. And, and it, it resulted in a lot of trouble for me. And I was very smart and I still am. I'm a smart person. But in a lot of cases, I was my own worst enemy, if you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's sometimes like we put so much pressure on ourselves that we don't we know we're doing good. But, you know, the just the pressure from society, from our own enemies, you know, we have to get out of our head. And that's a very hard place. Yeah. And that's another thing. You know, there were some people that, as, that I was close to when I was living in Estes that I still am to this day. And and they were neutral at the time when I had the red mist issues but others were saying throughout my time living up there that I was over my head sometimes. And I was, you know, cause just, but you know, I've overcome all that and I'm very proud of it. And I just, it took time though. It took a long time to get out of that. Yes. I mean, even to this day, a lot of people, 
you know, they don't see that they're doing amazing jobs. They just put so much pressure on themselves. But, you know, I'm proud of you. I know I connected with you, um, I want to say last year, and we've stayed like social media friends ever since. And I've just loved watching you grow. And all of a sudden, like you were in Hollywood and everything. I was like, okay, Doug, okay. Yeah, who knows? Maybe connecting with me on this or something might open the doors for you to get to Hollywood soon. Yes, that would be awesome. So Doug, I have another question for you. Like, what do you hope to achieve through all this? Like, do you, would you like to be an actor, a writer, or just a podcast host? I'm definitely going to keep relentless and unstoppable going because it's priceless. You cannot really put any value on it. It's the greatest thing I've ever, that I've ever created. And it was because of an idea by Andy McPhee, he conceived the concept and it, and we created it together. It's just, it's incredible. So we'll keep that going. But my ultimate goal for Hollywood, I would say is I want to get into acting and get into films eventually, probably not on the same level as guys like Cody Smith McPhee or, or, you know, Brad Pitt, not that type of actor, but I would like to have maybe behind the scenes roles with maybe a few acting credits here or there. That's my goal. Cause being that I'm autistic, the pressures of being an actor like Cody or those people, I probably wouldn't be able to live with, but mm -hmm. But if I had like a behind the scenes role in films or even a few minor acting roles here or there, I'd be really happy because not everyone can say that, you know, they're in a film and I'm hoping to do that eventually. And other than that, I would love to eventually maybe write my own film down the road and bring it to Hollywood and maybe help produce it or direct it if needed. Like those are kind of my goals at the moment. And I've also, for Relentless and Unstoppable, there's one goal, which is to inspire others. It's not to make it about us. And while it is partly about us, me and Andy, we want to make it about others and make it about everybody because we wouldn't be where we are without the guests we've brought on. And I'll admit, one of the things I sometimes struggle with to this day with Relentless is remembering that it's relentless and unstoppable, not the Doug show. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I, I, I don't have those struggles often, but sometimes I forget that it's relentless and unstoppable, not Doug's show. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, it's great. I've obviously I've checked out a few episodes, like I mentioned before, like I've been on your show and you just, you provide like, it doesn't feel like an interview. It just feels so casual and I feel like I'm at home and that's the type of podcasting that I love to be on. Well, it's the best type because, yeah. you know, sometimes when you act in a podcast, it can actually hurt it. You know, you mm -hmm. have to be real and be authentic and, and everybody we've brought onto the show, not only do we promote their causes when they have some, but we allow them to be authentic and say what they want to say. We're not going to, of course, let them say whatever they want to say. There are still limits, you know, like, like if someone talks about something pro like personal, we, we, we kind of make sure that they don't name names when they're blaming someone or, or even, you know, bring up names directly. It depends on the circumstances, but we don't allow like, swear words that are serious but you get the picture what i'm saying is 
will allow people to be authentic, but there are still limits, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally feel you. I mean, yeah, that's the same as my podcast. It's just like a safe environment, you know, that people can just talk about anything, of course, with limits. But that's always how, you know, I think things should be. Yeah, yeah. But authenticity is always the best part of podcasts, you know, and being honest sometimes, you know, well, not sometimes, all the time. (laughs) Yes. And people can feel that they can feel the energy, even though it's just through our voices and they can't see us. But I feel like I've gotten a lot of comments and a lot of messages of saying that they feel so comfortable listening to my podcast only because it feels it doesn't feel scripted. It feels natural. And that's the thing, you know, scripting can hurt podcasts because if it doesn't go the way you expect, then you have to start over and it just becomes messy and that's not worth it. So authenticity is the key and it's one of the keys to R and U, you know, so. So my last question for you would be, I know you mentioned that you would like to be in film and then the media, what changes as someone who's autistic, what changes would you like to see in the media? To be honest with you, if I had to make changes to the media, you know, I'm not a politician, so I'll leave it for better people than me to kind of figure it out. But if but if there were some changes I had to pick for the media or the press, I would say maybe maybe not entirely throwing it out, but I would say maybe putting some restrictions on the New York Times versus Sullivan standard for like defamation or maybe maybe not even putting lies in the press at all even if it was an accident because you know uh you know that's just my thoughts and maybe not making the press so political maybe balance both sides of the story and you know but but you know i'm not political i'm apolitical so i'll leave it for better people than me to figure that out but i you know, the press needs to not be dishonest. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Yeah. Like imagine if, but imagine like if we, if everything was true, I feel like, you know, having everything real, it would scare some people. Yeah. Yeah. True. And, you know, and that's where the world is interesting, you know, you know, things need to go together. Yeah, that is true. Um, we'll and if everybody was the same, one of the things we preach on R and U, and what one of the things we are is a stand for others. We are always a stand for everybody, including Christians and it, Muslims and the gay community, the special needs community. You know, we're we're a stand for everybody, and we want to make sure one of our core values is making sure that everyone's comfortable in the R and U platform, and. And so basically what I'm trying to say is, you know, we try to, that's why we have limits on the channel with writing and what we post and others, because we want to make sure it's friendly to everybody. And yeah, differences are embraced in the RNU community. Yes. And if everybody, if everybody was the same, the world would not be an interesting place. It would be boring. Yeah, that is so true. And my final question for you would be, so can you, do you like accept people that message you that want to share the story or are you like just personally inviting people or can anyone be on the podcast? 
anyone can be on the podcast. They have to kind of submit a draft of what their journey is about and they can message me on Facebook or even Andy and, and, you know, of course, when someone makes a request for a story, we do do a little bit of research on them to make sure that their story is legitimate, you know, and that it's not, you know, fraudulent. We, and none of our guests are fraudulent. Of course, we've made sure of that, but we, but we do research on the person and we have them give us bullet points of their journey for us to look into. And, and so far we've not found somebody that is, you know, fraudulent, but yeah, to answer your question, sim to simplify it, people can message me and Andy on Facebook and present a brief synopsis of their journeys. And, and other than that, we invite people. That's wonderful. Yes, I'll make sure to leave all your links down below and I'll be sure to leave your name, Doug and Andy and any final words before um, we close this off. I would say for final words, I would say, you know, autism is an ability, not a disability. And the same with cerebral palsy and, and, you know, uh, I would say ADHD and virtually any struggles, it's an ability, not a disability. And if I can do it, you can too. I love that. And I'm so inspired by you. I'm always inspired. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like with every single guest that I interview, there's always a little something I can take from. And from what I'm taking from you is, you know, don't stop, you know, dreaming of the next dream, because I feel like you can always go higher if you're committed. And that's what you are. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's like what Fleetwood Max says, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Doug. It was such a pleasure and I cannot wait for future collaborations. Definitely. I really appreciate you. And uh, thanks to Christine Hotchkiss from Stories of Hope for connecting us. And uh, and everybody, let's check out her show, too. It's really good. Wouldn't you say, Kimberly? Oh, oh yes. I'll make sure to leave a link down below where I was a guest on her podcast. And, you know, it's, it's crazy how it's like a circle. You know, I feel like we're all connecting. Definitely. The circle of life. <laughs> I was literally <laughs> singing that right now. Well, I'll make sure to leave all the links down below. And I, you know, I'll see you in the future because I know there will be a lot of more collaborations. Definitely. And Andy will be on the next one, hopefully. Perfect. Well, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you. Bye.